0: Good morning, everybody. It's your host, Mark Trimble, and this is the MK Journal Podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of the MK Journal Podcast. Today we'll be in the book of Acts, chapter 17. Just one chapter today, but it's jam-packed full with a lot of lessons for us to learn so let's get started um if you want to follow along act 17 in verse 4 verse 4 says and some of them believed and consorted with paul and silas and of the devout greeks a great multitude and of the chief woman not a few many were saved because of paul's preaching i love paul's drive he was so focused He persevered, even though he had already experienced so many hardships. And we're about to see that he's going to experience persecution again because of his preaching. It's amazing because if you tuned into the previous episode, uh, we read a little bit about some persecutions that Paul went through, how he had been put in jail, he was whipped, beaten, um, falsely accused for just healing a lady of um, her, an evil spirit that was in her. And yet again, right after that, he goes to a new city and then preaches the gospel again, even though he probably has it in the back of his mind that he, he may get in trouble again for doing what's right. And he does. In verse five, it says, but the Jews, which believed not moved with envy took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort, and gathered a company, and set all the city on an uproar, uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come hither also, whom Jason hath received, and all these And these all do contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, one Jesus. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. So, it was all planned. You know, the, the devil always works against those who are achieving results for Christ. Notice I said results. We can be serving God haphazardly and not achieve anything. And the devil could honestly care less about us. But notice how the devil always works against those who are doing something for the Lord. Paul was doing something for the Lord. And in every town that he went to, he was leading large numbers of people to the Lord. Now, it's not all about the numbers, but at the same time, numbers are important. The Bible says here he led a great multitude, so a lot of people. The devil takes notice of that. And he just doesn't want that to happen. So he that's why he's working so hard against Paul during this time, during his ministry. Again, Paul is falsely accused. They, they put words in, in his mouth saying that, oh, he said there's another king and that king is Jesus and um, instead of Caesar uh, and they're just, you know, spreading lies about him. So let's move on to verse 16. And Paul eventually gets, you know, he, he gets sent away, goes to another city, preaches again, again, goes to persecution, gets sent away. Now he's in Athens. Verse 16, it says, Now, while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city wholly given to idolatry. Christians must have a tender heart and compassion for souls. Paul could not idly sit by when he saw the state of the place he was in. He had to share the gospel. Think about yourself. Is your heart moved when you see how lost other, how lost others are around you? Many times we read about Jesus being moved with compassion when he saw the multitudes. Many times we, we read that Jesus would look on the multitudes and have compassion. Paul had the same heart for souls that Jesus had he had the same compassion for souls that Jesus had and he couldn't sit idly by when he saw all these people of Athens wholly given up to idolatry he had to do something about it in verse 17 it says therefore disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him so not only did he did Paul have a compass, compassion for the lost souls that he saw. But Paul was a person of action. He saw the need of the people there. And he acted. He did something about it. He took responsibility for it, and told others of Christ. I think this is something that this is something that uh, Christians are lacking today, we are lacking the responsibility that we should accept that we have a responsibility if you are saved you have a responsibility you have a command to go and share the gospel to those around you that is your responsibility let me put it in 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 a different let me put it in a different uh maybe paint this picture for you let's say that you are a tour guide right for the grand canyon and you know that there's this dead end that's very deceptive. And if people go too far down this, um, dead end, they're going to fall off and die. Now you're the tour tour guide. You've been trained, you know, all these things, you know, know, this is in your area that you're responsible for. There's this dead end that they aren't allowed to go down. They, because if they do, they're going to fall and die. That's your responsibility. Now, for you to neglect that responsibility of letting the the tourists go down that dead end road and possibly dying, that's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to tell them, hey, don't go down this dead end road, because if you do, it's very deceptive, you're not gonna see the end, you're gonna go off the end and die. If you were in charge of that and you did not warn everybody and somebody died you would be in big trouble now think of it spiritually you are a christian you have accepted jesus uh payment on the cross and accepted his free gift to go to heaven now you know you have the knowledge of how to get to heaven now it's guaranteed for everybody who does not accept jesus christ as their savior that they're guaranteed to go to hell if they do not if they do not accept his gift. It then becomes your responsibility to tell others about this gift. It's not your responsibility to make them accept the gift. It's just your responsibility to tell them about this free gift and to tell them about the path to tell them about the way that Jesus made for them to get to heaven. It's your responsibility. It's my responsibility It's our responsibility as Christians to tell others about it. Paul knew this. That is why, when he saw and he had compassion on these souls, he did something about it. Do something about it. Lastly, in verse 34, it says, Howbeit certain men clave unto him, and believed, among the, the, the which was, uh, pardon me for butchering these names, Dionysus? Dionys, the array, the array of the array, of Pagite, array of Pagite, and a woman named Demarius and others with them. Those who believed here would have never believed if Paul did not take personal responsibility to share the gospel to them. How many people could have gotten saved if only you and I had the courage to tell others? about Jesus. It's our responsibility. We're responsible for those that God had led across our path and God had given us the chance to share the gospel to them but because we were too scared or for whatever reason too embarrassed, whatever reason that you gave yourself, whatever excuse you gave yourself to just walk on by that person or to just, uh, stay silent. What could have happened if we had just told them, if we had just shared the gospel, how many more people would be in heaven today and would be saved today. If every single Christian had just taken responsibility, and shared the gospel think about it that's just the thought I want to leave you with today really appreciate everybody tuning in um, again I uh, really appreciate it if you would uh, like the podcast subscribe to the podcast um, anything helps comment share tell your friends about it really appreciate it and I hope you guys have a wonderful day again think about it it's your responsibility you come across somebody that you could share the with share the gospel with today do it i hope you guys all have a wonderful day and i hope you have a wonderful day at work as well whatever you're doing uh just have a good day do it right god bless bye everybody hey i'd just like to thank you for listening in today to the episode really means a lot to me that you would listen before you go, I'd just like to share with you the Bible way to get to heaven. In Romans 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No one is good enough to go to heaven, my friend. No matter how much good we do, we still fall short. That's the condition that we're in. In Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death. Just as there are wages for good, there is punishment for wrong. The penalty for our sin is eternal separation from God in hell. That's the penalty that we need to realize that we have to pay for our sin. But there's 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 a good thing. is that There's good news. In Romans 5, 8 says, But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ's great love for us was shown when he died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay our sin debt. All you have to do is trust God, trust Jesus Christ alone as your savior. In Romans 6.23 it says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And in Romans 10.23 it says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everlasting life is a gift purchased by the blood of Jesus and offered freely to those who call upon him by faith. You have to realize that you're a sinner Realize that the penalty for your sin is death and believe that Christ died and rose again for you and trust Christ alone as your savior. That is the only way you can get to heaven. Now, if you'd like to make today the day that you accept Christ as your savior, bow your head and pray. Realize that praying will not get you to heaven. Praying is just a way to communicate with God and to show him and to tell him that you realize that you're a sinner and you're asking him to save you. Bow your head, close your eyes, and pray. Dear Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins, and i now trust you as my personal Savior. Please come into my heart and save my soul from hell and take me to heaven when I die. Thank you for saving me, Jesus. Amen. My friend, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, I have good news. Now we are family through Jesus Christ. If you got saved by listening to this podcast and and praying that prayer and by these verses that I showed you, I'd like you to reach out to me and let me know. It would mean a lot. Again, I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you again for tuning into the podcast. Have a wonderful day. Stay blessed.